following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always, back from his victory lap of the long, wide bike factory after winning the annual tandem bike race on his own while having TB, it's James. Bigger, longer, faster, (laughs) in all directions and dimensions. And a man who has made a million as the inventor of Mark's marvellous death balloons and car wash emporium, it's Planty. I'm going to slap everybody's ass that works for me and not get sacked. <laughs> You're the boss, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness, if you have a film that you would like for us to watch better than this week's one, which I think you're going to struggle with, uh, you can shoot us an email at hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com. At time of recording, outside is 8,000 degrees Celsius. <laughs> There's a man smelting steel in the street, just refracting <laughs> sunlight down into it. Oh, it's absolute nonsense. So, yeah, again... Robert if we... Patrick is bubbling <laughs> on the... Uh... People are lowering themselves into tubs. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I cried like a child at the end of Terminator 2. Uh, yeah, so if we're slightly lethargic and more confused than normal, it's because my brain has been cooked for three days of just obscenely un-British weather. Uh, yeah, um, I suppose one of the things to mention at this point is that this film was chosen by you. Yes. <laughs> the, the audience. The, the audience. You had a choice of this. Uh, behemoth and what was it like? Crocodile Fury. Crocodile Bastards, yeah. <laughs> I voted uh, for Behemoth. I bought this to the party and oh, voted yeah, for yeah. Behemoth. I, I quite wanted to watch Behemoth. After yeah. having skimmed through Crocodile Bastards, I didn't want to watch it because it's another... You can't, not even in your own time now. It's another... Well, I'm not going to this be my own pledge. Time. <laughs> it's another Gregory Ho jam, so... Um, or whatever he was called. Was he called Gregory Ho? Yeah. Gregory God- Ho God- jam and Earl. <laughs> I can't sit through another one of those films where he's spliced eight films together and got no plot out of it. It, it, you know, it ain't Pulp Fiction. Yeah, we've actually got a proper film today. With actors, special effects. <laughs> a budget. I don't a, know what it was, but it a had tractor, A man, half <laughs> a man, tractor. A man tractor. Half man, half machine. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. <laughs> 1986's Eliminators. James, what is the machine this week? <laughs> the machine this week has decided that it's called the Whirling Storybot of Impartiality. And, uh, and as you'll know, I've taken out all your suggestions, pumped them into this machine, and it's come up with a plot for us. And the weird thing is that I don't remember putting in quite a lot of this. So I don't know where it's come from. I think it's just self-generating stuff now. It's become sentient. Oh, don't like anyway, that. if you recognize your bits in here, then... Fair play. Heather Eliminator is a simple village dance instructor who finds herself having to find a date for her 25th high school reunion or else a strange Irish ritual ritual will be formed. Things really get going when Heather encounters Kyle Lamp, an architect with the thrusting power of a thousand stallions. Things get going when a mad scientist develops a whole new dinosaur and the unlikely duo must work together. Will they vanquish their foes? Perhaps. Okay, the thrusting of a thousand horses. <laughs> oh, mate, I'd be looking to get the thrusting of a hamster. <laughs> uh, of course, the actual synopsis. A former pilot 
rebels against his creator, teaming up with the scientist responsible for android technology, her pet robot, a rough-and-tumble riverboat guide, and a martial arts warrior. Yeah. Who only appears in the last 20 minutes of this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he features her prominently on the poster. Let's get into this. We open with, I think, the best intro to anything we've ever had. Yeah, it was nice. Explosions. A toy plane exploding. A, a man shaking a, a, a plastic cockpit above his head. A, a very long cockpit for a solo pilot, I thought, but okay. And a big close-up of his robot eye. Yes, yeah. that was sort of like shining in and out of it, wasn't it? And then at one point, Romans. And then Some he gets his <laughs> shield zapped right off. Back to the eye. Some <laughs> Romans in a gully. Uh, Romans have a natural fear of fireworks, it would have been. <laughs> They're one uh, weakness. Uh, and then the credits are over. Everyone is introduced who's in this. Uh, and we are in a science lab. You know this because men are wearing white coats. Mm-hmm. Uh, science is happening. <laughs> and yeah, there's like Tesla coils and stuff like zapping by the courtesy of Mr. Film. Zapping in and out. Mr. Film wishes he could get skills like this. <laughs> uh, and he's like, it's worked. He's come back. Get Mandroid out of the cave, I think he said. I, I thought didn't... they said cage. I didn't think he said cage. Cage, it... cave. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're introduced to uh, the bad guy in this, Reeves. Yeah. Who has a big fucked up half of his face for some reason. Yeah, it never Sh- explains that, does it? No. Show us the gross hair for your face. <laughs> <laughs> Mother covered up half the TV. We watched Man Without a Face. I didn't know he had a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah and, the other scientists are called Takeda. And his assistant, um, Takeda, yeah. who see knows that Mandroid is half... Well, we were introduced to Mandroid as well, who is um, an he's actor. Half, yeah, he's half Android. He's half non-union Peter Serafinowicz. I, I have like also a... got non-union Peter Serafinowicz. <laughs> Great work. Um, who is just um, a guy with a load of cosplay shit. St- cosplay Borg. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was dressed like he should be in the uh, uh, in the half man, half machine video. Only looking uh, Jane video. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to have a shop for ten fags. Um, uh, and it turns out right, he's brought the shield back, and he's like, it works. Um, so they're using a time machine to just nick stuff from the past. <laughs> yeah, like time like heist. Bender's big score. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, they, time keep saying, yeah. they keep saying Mandroid. Why is it taken until 1986 to coin this term? Because it's brilliant. He's hard. Well, Android implies human-shaped robot anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, but Mandroid, what? it just sounds right. I mean, yeah, it, it suits him because he's a man and an android. <laughs> and he's, he's got a Kano robot eye as well. <laughs> he's got a Kano robot eye. Uh, There's a weird so, bit where Abbott pleasures himself in the background as Takeda and him debrief. And I think what he's doing is jabbing himself with something. No, he puts like, uh, I think he's on dialysis. He puts like a tube onto a stent or something. Not a stent, what's it called? Uh, like a... Like some kind of catheter or something. Yeah, like that. And then he sits down and he's, I, I assume it's part of his healing process because as the film goes on, his face gets less messed up. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I did wonder what had gone on there. We'll, we'll come to that, of course, but I, I had yeah. no idea what was happening. Grimacing um, throughout. <laughs> uh, and he says, right, we've got what we need now. Um, Leper Einstein. Uh, he says, he says to Burt Kwok, he says, go and dismantle, <laughs> go and dismantle the, uh, the mandroid as I don't need him anymore. And Takara says, but sir, he's like, he's a man. And a droid. <laughs> and a droid. He's a he's man come up with a whole name. <laughs> um, and he says, I don't give a shit, mate. Look, I've got my shiny shield. I'm on dialysis. 
just fucking do as you're told. He's he, he's been dead for a long time or something. He said, and he's like, well, okay. Um, he takes him off, and he's like, Mandroid. We're not. <laughs> he doesn't call him his name. Um, because he cut. They start calling him John later. They do call him John because he. That's his. That's his big. Uh, his uh, yeah, big well, kind of hiding name, John. Yeah, well, he's John Doe, isn't he? I think they oh, do mention that. Yes, that's yeah. right. John Doe. He does oh, because he's, he's top quality disguise later on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's sort of led down a hallway. <laughs> he's led by, down a hallway by Takedo, who's like, "Well, as you know, it's my last day before retirement. <laughs> and uh, we've got I'm not to let, let you go. die um, because you're a man inside the Mandroid." That's where he comes from. Uh, he says, like, we're going to bust out of here. And Mandroid says, I need my mobile unit. And he goes, let's cut on it, bad boy. <laughs> and he gets into this thing that's slightly slower than walking. <laughs> oh, it didn't uh, on, the poster for, on the poster for the film, this features prominently. This mm-hmm. is the only time it's used. Yeah. Uh, it's basically two big caterpillar tracks and him on the front of it. When he goes down them stairs, I thought he was going to tip up and rush it. <laughs> That's the thing. He's sort of like at a 45 degree angle. At the, has like a masthead yeah, for exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. have a, a mermaid off the floor. <laughs> Going oh, down man. those steps, he, he moves very well. And he's quite blatantly better than a pre-1987 Dalek, who, who of yeah. course, couldn't do steps. Couldn't, couldn't famously couldn't do steps. Um, so, yeah, as they're leaving, um, Takada's got a, a gun. And over the tannoy, we hear Reeves saying, I knew you would betray me. Get him, boys. And four lads show up with guns. And Spanish goons. Goons? Uh, <laughs> Spanish I I, goons. I think I've got them as the polo shirt militia. Because they're all wearing <laughs> yeah. polo shirts. Is, is this the bit before or after this where he does like a really shit Austin Powers 20-point turn? <laughs> he, he does, yes. Oh, that's, the, that's when he turns the corner. <laughs> he has to go left a bit, pop, left a bit, pop, left a bit. Um, and he's like, uh, Reeves says to him, kill Takada, you're still under my control. And we're supposed to get him like rebelling against his circuitry, but he just looks a bit constipated. Yep. Uh, fires his lasers past Takada, shoots three of the guys, one lad just scarpers, which is great. <laughs> like you see the shadow move through the explosion. Um, and he goes, Reeves! <laughs> Takada has been shot. By Mandroid? Yeah, I, th- I wasn't sure if that was the case or if he'd no- just got his jam butty down his jacket. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody else fired a gun, but whatever. Um, Mandroid yeah. goes on a rampage in his mobile unit, razzes it down some stairs. Uh, we're introduced to the big bad of this film. I think it's yeah, called Ray. Louis. Oh, Ray. Oh, sorry. there is Louis. Louis is his sidekick. But Ray side. is. He looks like that man from The Hangover. I can never remember his name. Zach Galifianakis. Zach that's the one. I, I had Captain Lou Albino. Ah, uh, see, that's what I had, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he pulls out this massive sniper rifle with like eight scopes on it. And he's he get the famous line. Now I got you, you tin can son of a bitch. Nice. He'd just been to uh, he'd just been to Mo's class on how to turn fifteen <laughs> guns into one gun. It felt like that because it's like I'm sure like, there's, there's so many scopes on it. He shoots him. He shoots some wires off him. But um, Mandroid comes across a wall. The natural enemy of Mandroid <laughs> uh, decides to change his arm to his firework arm. Uh, launches a very small <laughs> bottle rocket at this wall, which then explodes. And uh, he's able to then traverse over it in his mobile unit very slowly while getting shot yeah. at by Ray all the time. And they just give up at that point. They're like, oh, well, he's he's off into the woods now. He's out of the walls now, mate, yeah. He'll get caught <laughs> yeah. in the vines. He, 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 belo- he belongs to the jungle now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
He um he goes out there and then he dismounts, presumably to have a slash. He and parallel then... parks. <laughs> he, he parallel parks. Which is difficult. In between some hedges, right? And then it turns out that he's not his legs in there. He's has to take his legs yeah. off and carry them behind him. Yeah. Like... I didn't get that at all. It's like a really shit transformer, like a go-bot. <laughs> but yeah, a go so droid. He, he has to open up like this front hatch put his legs on with one hand because the other hand is useless because it's a gun. So he's attaching his legs and he gets out and walks about. And then I just put, is that mobile unit faster than him actually walking? <laughs> he's not really gone that far either. He's just sort of parked it outside the wall. They'll never think yeah. to look here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it cuts to the big city, establishing shots of the big city. Uh, there's a, we're introduced to a woman who is Colonel Hunter. Now, Takeda says to go and find Colonel Hunter. So yes, yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, and she's I've... working on a, on a baby droid, uh, a Bambine droid. I put <laughs> uh, discount R two D two, properly known as Spot. Spot, <laughs> which stands for <laughs> Search oh, yeah. Patrol and Operational Tactician. I'd written Spod. I don't know why. Let's <laughs> get on there. He looks. He looks. Spod. He looks like a, a if Dusty Bin and Eve from Wally had a child. <laughs> I, I've written uh, Samantha Tellybug. Remember Tellybugs? Do you remember Tellybugs? Uh, reference remember? for nobody. Oh, I didn't get a chance to do my old man remember things, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, can hover, he can flip around, he can source turn pot, into I light. think. He, <laughs> he can turn can into light and travel quickly and destroy clocks as well. I oh, thought yeah. he'd become one of the ghosts out of the haunted levels of Mario, where you turn Ooh, around and he yeah. stop, you can see him. Yeah. Uh, but also, Nora, Colonel Hunter, is played by uh, Denise Crosby, better known mm. to me and a lot of people as Lieutenant Tasha from Star Trek The Next Generation. Yep. The first main cast member to ever die in a, yeah. in a Star Trek franchise. And, um, and she was in ER as well for a bit. Oh, yes, she was, but you didn't get to see her nips in that, did you? No, you, get, you didn't. You get a Whoa. good long look at them in this hey. film, I tell you. After dark, indeed. Oh, engage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like a metallic shitty orco, I've got. <laughs> Uh, you win cut to the, the, the security guards. One of them he's is got, possibly Tom Bosley. <laughs> and he's only got one line. And he's listening to some kind of country western music. Yep. All guards in films are terrible. Uh, spotty teenage boy goes off because there's been a power surge or something. Yeah, which the other one thinks is a cat. And I'm like, hey, Electric <laughs> not bad cat. at this job, are you? Uh, and yeah, he I got... didn't get that because why are they unaware of what's going on within the facility? Well, because it turns out that their TV monitors was the Matrix. It was just great. Green walls of text. It was an Amstrad, I think. It was like, yeah. Um, so the spotted youth comes out and the bars have been bent open and he's like, oh, I'm going to sort this now. We cut back to the chief and he's dead on the floor. Oh, I and missed then, that bit. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah, not dead. Um, and the spotty oh, youth... I was so invested in him. The spotted youth turns the corner and gets crazy green knockout gas. Yeah, mandroid farts in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Cups it in his robot hand and throws it at him. <laughs> Uh, spot senses danger and sort of whizzes around. <laughs> fucking spot, fucking hate that robot. <laughs> do you think? Do you think the plan was to market toys of spot? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's the, it's like a merchandise thing in any given. Like you see it and you think, yeah, that's your role, yeah. isn't it? Merchandise. I doubt they were gonna. <laughs> I, I think if they did merchandise of this, they were get sued to buggery by him. <laughs> he look, he's like, oh mate, there's a reference for nobody. Do you remember Wordy from uh, Words and Pictures? Wordy. Yeah, the orange typewriter ball. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he he walks in to meet um, Colonel Hunter wearing a silver futuristic trilby hat. <laughs> 
and a poncho, like what you get when you go on the rapids at Alton Towers. <laughs> yeah, I put that it looked more like a ground sheet, really, that he just <laughs> fashioned into a poncho. I put his dress like 1980s David Bowie. He's an absolute <laughs> beginner. I mean, right time period for it. <laughs> um, the hat hides his big red cano eye very well. Um, Colonel Hunter hides behind the door, waits for him to come in, and then Judo chops him in the back of the neck. Yeah. And it's and like, goes, oh, you metal bastard. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he turns around and goes, who are you? And he takes all his clothes off, well, his, his, his hat and his, and his ground sheet, and he says, we are Borg. And she's like, no, no. And he explains who he is. He explains that um, Reeves has been experimenting on him. And she's like, Colonel um, Reeves is dead. He's been dead five years. He's like, well, obviously he's not. Um, also, my cortex relay is shorting. I bet it is sunshine. <laughs> she goes, your arms, your leg units. Yeah, yeah your arms legs. and your leg units. And I've written, <laughs> not his leg units. Legs, as we non-science boys call them. Uh, his, uh, memory, his memory unit has a bullet in it, or a bullet unit. Um, uh, but they only gave him anything. And she says, I'm not surprised. You weren't given much memory storage. Yeah. First of all, memory is storage. Uh, if I must. <laughs> Secondly, that's like a PS5. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Put some USB slots in there, couldn't they? That'd be fun. She popped his head up like Crichton, you know, when he's got that little bonnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good yeah, that yes. bit because they depend yeah. in and had all stuff in there. She's poking away in there with a soldering iron, like she knows yep. what she's doing. Uh, and I've got less Robocop and more Robo Plot. Am I right? Hey. Uh, he remembers all the good times. He gets sort of flashbacks as she's <laughs> jabbing around in there. Remembers all the good times killing legionaries. He got flashbacks <laughs> to fly his plane and mandroid fucking hates battle reenactments <laughs> <laughs> i mean what did romans ever do for mandroids <laughs> uh, there were some good uh, crotch shots of roman legionaries falling over there though that was that was fun um, plastic shields yeah it was it was i mean they, i they thought it was got the, the setup local... to you know mandroid through history killing people <laughs> that's what i thought he was going to have done. i thought that's what the ninja was going to be yeah. about no nope. like come back to get him for the revenge. ninja wasn't even a time traveler as it turns out <laughs> i'm not ninja. even quite sure why he was a ninja but <sighs> because he was asian before that's why he was a ninja <laughs> because he was well asian. Quite. She um, wants to go to Mexico along with him and um, and go kill him. He wants to go back kill Abbott, um, and she wants to take Spot as well because he's a reconnaissance. Yes, and yeah, and, and also just... why not? Uh, so they go out. He puts his little hat back on <laughs> to go out, and he's put like a, a bandage over his cano eye. <laughs> Uh, they're driving in the car to Mexico. <laughs> um, it's that way. <laughs> well, she literally goes, that's west over there later on. And uh, a man, a, a stranger comes over to them while they're, while they're parked up and says, do you want some body work? And I was like, is this prostitution? Uh, and then, mm. no, he, he uh, this, this, this baddie breaks the window, tries to pull um, Colonel Hunter out, Tasha Yar out. She karate kicks him because she's well hard. And then Mandroid just explodes the nearest car. Not even their car. Like, oh, he also has got a magnetic hand that he pulls the gun towards him, like a budget magneto. Oh, I missed that. I did yeah. miss that. But yeah, he, he then says, well. he then says, you need some body work. And that's kind of, oh, with a, with a dry cool <laughs> wit like that, I can oh. get Mandroid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so explode the muggers to death. Then we know we're in Mexico yeah. because there's jaunty music and some donkeys nearby. Big <laughs> panpipe music you know we're and in donkeys. Because yeah. the soccer on TV and a donkey outside. Yeah, not all racist. Uh, Spot is also in camo gear now. Like a he's, ninja. He's, 
I could see him. I could see him in this room. He didn't merge in against anything. But he wants to watch L Jetsons. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, while Mandroid is sitting watching the TV. Uh, R2 Nobed. That's oh, what I've got. Again, they're not great. Um, <laughs> no, but they are warranted. I hate that little bastard. They go, he just doesn't do anything. They go into, we get an establishing shot of this bar, Taverna. It's the place where Magneto kills those Nazis in X-Men First That's Class. That's what I thought, yeah. And but, we're uh, introduced to Brett Riverboat. Yeah, and, <laughs> and John, John, John non-equivalent, <laughs> non-union equivalent of John Waters is there as well. Oh, yes, he's great. Um, I've got non-union Mick Dundee. <laughs> He was just sitting there, not drinking, eating all the pistachios because yeah. he needs the salt. Yeah, his name is Harry Fontana. Harry Fontana. I've called him Brett Riverboat throughout this, so <laughs> we're just going to have to Don't worry about that. it. Uh, <laughs> and he's sitting there and Bayou Betty comes in with John Walters uh, and the rest of her crew. Sounds like a Credence song. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Bayou Betty, Bambalam. <laughs> Uh, and accused yeah. Fontana of like stealing boat rides off them or something, which think... causes quite a few ay ay ay's in the background. <laughs> yeah, someone's someone drops the maracas, uh, and I'm like, and then Tasha Yar comes in and says, "I need a riverboat man to take me up the river. I need a man who can take me up river." Uh, uh. Yeah, and then she says, "I need the toughest captain there is." And for some reason, Bayou Bay reads that as twat John Waters in the face. Yes. <laughs> And I didn't understand why, because it didn't make any sense. Harry Fontana ducks behind the bar and just like sits there while everyone else rips the place apart. I mean, I would, given that. Yeah. Salty. I um, quite liked the synth music in this because every time somebody was hit, you got a. The music was pretty good all the way through this, I will say. There's a lot of double denim and breakaway prop chairs. Oh, in this so scene. many. There's also a flashback to. Oh, what was it? The one where the man's beating up the woman in the gambling pit of someone being punched in the tummy and someone just stood there laughing next to us. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. In Interzone, I think it was. That's the one. Interzone, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very Interzone, this film. Yeah, yeah. the fight is great. Um, by, um, Tashi Yar leaves and goes and stands outside waiting for the captain to come out, the winner of this. <laughs> one captain must of have this, of this captain. And he, he wins just by letting Bayou Betty do all the beating up. And yeah. then he bottles her. What he just jars her over the head, yeah. Um, Presents himself as the winner. Rips his pocket, comes out and says, well, I guess oh. I won that. Right, off we go. Why is Bayou Betty, if they're in Mexico, why is Bayou Betty sound like a southern belle? It's from the bayou. I don't know why she's there. Like. In Mexico, though, I didn't. Hit. <laughs> but there's a bit where there's a bit a little bit later on where she goes, "This is it. Enough of Mexico. We're going to Alaska to race huskies or something." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Spin-off film there. <laughs> um, and they, they he, he they agree to get on the boat. She's like uh, Fontana says, "I didn't agree to another person." Yeah, because um, John, he's been introduced as John now. He turns up with his cap on and his ground sheet wrapped around him. And he says, he's not allowed on here. He's suspicious. It's maritime law, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> I a good bit of maritime law. I'm going to use that more in conversation. <laughs> I think you'll find. Uh, also, he's a mandroid. Would he not sink the boat? It's got to be pretty heavy, isn't he? I would assume he's fairly heavy because he's mostly robotics, isn't it? It's only the head and the chest that's human. All, all as the it turns out, he works as an off-board and... motor anyway. But well, uh, yes, we find out later on. Go, go, gadget legs. Did you spot the name of the boat? Yes. Go ahead, though. No questions! Exclamation mark. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know boat names usually had kind of punctuation any level of syntax. Yeah, absolutely. And this no, boat names feature very like... prominently in this. Yes, they're yes, they do. Like wet dream, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. My favourite is the next one, but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, 
Biobetty is in hot pursuit of this with a pencil tash goon and Frenchman Maurice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and they get very little, they're very prominent in the early part of this mm-hmm. film and then vanish for the second half, which is no, a bit of a shame. They got Alaska. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're being chased by them. Um, Mandroid says we're being chased. Fontana goes, oh, it's just Biobetty. And he goes, look again. And then all the rest of the boats fan out like the yeah. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was quite good. Hot boat manoeuvres, I thought. <laughs> yeah. And I'm this part, lose there's them. a subpar Jaws theme at this part. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm going to lose them. How can you lose someone on a river? <laughs> I don't know, there's always an inlet or a fjord. It's a crime-solving boat. Well, unless you're going to go underwater, swerving left to right isn't going to do anything no. because they're going in a straight line. It's You're not avoiding a crocodile attack. Uh, they shout over, it's no use, you big weasel, which I quite liked. Um, Hunter is allowed to pilot after a slight bit of sexism from Brett Riverboat. Um, Why? You think, because I'm a woman, I can't drive a boat. And he goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> he backs down very quickly. He just wasn't sure. Like, he didn't want to, he didn't want to say, can you steer the boat, love? Because she'd be like, oh, I can't, I'm a woman. You've got to, you know, you've got to let him make that choice. Uh, and then what does Brett Riverboat do to... to... Brett Riverboat brought this barrel with him because he knew this was going to happen. Oh, he always carries an exploding barrel with him. He throws a barrel. It's maritime law. Maritime. I don't think this is maritime. This is maritime crime. Maritime. <laughs> he, he, he picks this barrel. He's struggling with this barrel, <laughs> really struggling to get it onto the, the kind of the, the edge of the boat. And then in one fell swoop, lifts it above his head and throws it in like he's in World's Strongest Man. Yep, it's clearly an empty barrel that they throw, yeah. but he does a good job of acting up until the last second. Yeah. Uh, he says, I saw this in a movie once he waits for another boat to get close to it and then explodes the fuck out of it just explodes kills two random people it's full of explosion oil (laughs) classic exploding barrel on the river technique I'm fairly sure as well. He says, I saw this in a movie once. I feel like that's taken from a movie, but I, I think can't think which Jaws. one. I think it's Jaws. I think he throws it and then shoots it. Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Mind you, I think that was Jaws 3, wasn't it? And that must have been later. Ah, no, it's the original Jaws. It's Smile, you yeah. son of a bitch. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, uh, this is the bit where Michael Caine comes in on his plane. Bloody hell! <laughs> oh, no, that's Jaws 4. <laughs> They're driving along still. and that, oh, But um, Bayou Betty is not one to be put off. She continues to chase them. And Maurice, at this point, says something very French that I can't quite work out, but it was something, 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 your aunt do feasts, which I really liked. And then John launches a torpedo at them because yep. he has that power. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they pull up alongside and basically say, come and get on this boat. And we'll take you up the river. No. Yeah. You absolute maniacs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he explodes it with a torpedo that he's armed with on his it's a good, torpedo it's a good, arm. Where it's is he boom. storing all these arms? Oh, there's a, there's a lot in his of leg leg explosions in his leg units are hollow. Uh, yeah, everyone's exploding shit today. There's there's this bit where the, the boat won't move and it, and Tasha yeah. Yar's like, I'll fix it. And I'm like, hang on, you're in security, not engineering. She fixes <laughs> it with booze. She yeah. does, yeah. Well, I, I, I googled, can you fix a boat with booze? Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it took you me have to have a Alcoholics Anonymous. And then... and, and, yeah. <laughs> well, again, there's some like misogyny there as well. He's like, I'll fix the engine. And she's like, I can fix it. I made Mandroid there. Um, and he's like, okay. And then, yeah, I thought she was going to do that thing like from Mad Max where they spit petrol into the intake. Yeah. But yeah. no, she just tips a bit of booze into the engines and then it works. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that would. I think that would explode and kill you. But but if, you, if you've if you got a guitar with a flamethrower on, you know, it's all good. <laughs> and your dead mother's face. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, they, and they leave Bayou Betty and John Waters in the waters. 
there's a there's a line here where she says something like, I'll, I'll count to five. Uh, and she says, oh, that could take all day. And I thought, I quite like that That's line. a good line. I, yeah. I like that. More people should use that. Uh, and yeah, they, they, they explode their boat. They leave them for dead and they continue up the river now that their boat works. Um, Ray and Luis show up in a red speedboat alongside Looking yeah. yeah. delighted. Yeah. Absolutely I, thrilled to be in the speedboat, I, which I would be. Bombing up and down a river, yeah. Uh, I've put it's careful, really careful. You don't get Kirsty McCauld. Um, <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Mm. He, he says he says it's called Quo Vadis. It's Italian. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not. not Italian though, is it's Latin, dickhead. Yes. Which means <laughs> uh, where are you marching? Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, where where are you going? The the like little bit on the queue. It's got a name. I can't remember what it is. The serif on the, the queue the was tail. faded away, which makes it. Ovo Vardis, which I looked up, and that, me- that renders it eggshells. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Where are the eggshells going? Who knows? <laughs> eggshells go home. <laughs> they pull up uh, Fontana, Hunter, and Mandroid, pull up further down the river, and she's like, this is as far as we go now with you. Uh, you're a danger to all of us. We're going to send Spot out on a reconnaissance mission. Spot's interface being a Casio calculator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hidden in a little drawer, which I thought was nice. You see that uh, that wizard, you know the the little wizard maths thing you used to get. Do you remember ah, that? Christ, what was that yeah. called? Oh, I yeah. don't remember what that was called. Either. He's ah. like a Simon, isn't he? Like a, yeah, or Bob. You, press the, you, you put you punch him to fuck, and he goes boop 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 boop. Different colours. <laughs> Old men remember things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and they go off into the woods, leaving uh, Fontana behind. And he's yeah, like, oh. which is, I think that's when the speedboat comes up because it's just one on one, and it's almost like, "Ooh, will Brett betray them to these?" Yeah, people? well, he's he's there, and he's he's like, "Well, I need some money." Uh, I I he, he lies to them. He says, "I left them up river or down river." Uh, so he lies to them anyway, and he says, "I'll show you on the map." Uh, and he does the classic fire extinguisher behind the map yep. extraction technique, which was good. I like that. I did. Uh, he then runs off. Um, uh, leaving them, leaving them for dust. They chase him. He pretends to get stuck near some rocks. Yeah, it was very weird. This maneuver. What actually happened? How did he get so, away from that? He pretended to be stuck in the rocks, but he lashed himself to the rocks with a rope. So he, he gunned the engine, basically. So it was churning water. And the bad guys thought the best way to destroy a boat is with our boat. So he's, <laughs> he's like ramming speed, and I was like, "You're in a speedboat. You're both going to die." Uh, and then at the last second, he cuts the rope. His boat pulls away. They skim off some rocks and explode because unattended boats will explode at any given. It's a canyonero. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's gone from Quo Vardis to No Vardis. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hunter and John find a campsite with bones and a hand axe and Spot has found the plane crash site. Yeah. So all that's going on as well. One kilometre that way. He says they find the crash site, and Mandroid's like, I don't want to be here. Uh, this is where it is, so it must be further up the river. So, why did we get out of the boat in the fucking first place? <laughs> like, I don't know. Why don't we just use Mandroid as a boat, as it turns out? Because, <laughs> uh, but Tashiar is like, No, we have to go into the cockpit to see who you are. <laughs> Do we for clues? Do we have to? <laughs> uh, so, she gets in there in her white vest, mm-hmm. white cotton vest. And um, Tashi has nipples, everyone. Uh, she crawls in through like a, the back end of this this fuselage, uh, finds a, a picture of Mandroid when he was a man before a the droid was first happened. of all. Yeah, and she's like, oh, and then something happens, like a branch moves and the thing starts to sink. 
Mandroid attaches his grappling hook arm because he's on this tiny bit of fishing line. <laughs> yes. And he's like, oh, I can't hold it. Fontana shows up and he's like, give me a third of your treasure and I'll rescue you. And she's like, okay, fair enough. Because uh, there isn't any treasure. Because <laughs> he, he hacks away at this, this, this tree that's, that's trying to kill her and she escapes and then crawls up onto the land get some more hot nipple action mm-hmm. and then she takes out a black you're getting some hot nipple action right now hot side <laughs> boot. I mean, uh, she takes just takes the top off and puts a black vest on over the top uh, so you, and robot boner activate because <laughs> <laughs> they both stare at her like um, I, I didn't like that very much made me a bit uncomfortable they continue upriver in the boat um, yeah, spot for a moment perches on john's shoulder like oh, because he likes him. He likes yeah. him now. Yeah, yeah and, and does this this wobbly perch, because he's not on his shoulder. He's he's about a foot behind him. It's like that trick in Lord of the Rings. It's perspective. Uh, you know, where, yeah, it's a perspective trick. Uh, <laughs> oh, at one point, I think you can clearly see he's just on a pole in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then as they're going along, for some reason, Mandroid falls into the river. Yeah, well, it's not entirely clear, but I think Brett's doing his, his manoeuvres. Oh, he says something like, oh, hang on, as I've got to drive in a straight line, but in a very jagged way. Yeah. Um, Mandroid think... falls in. They wait about 30 seconds and then go, ah, oh, well, he's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sank in me, yeah. Because he's heavy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, Actually, no, Fontana in. goes in and he says, I can't see him. Uh, Hunter goes, I'll go in after him. And, she, and he's like, lady, there's three feet of dirt down there and you've only got one clean top. <laughs> <laughs> so they just agree to abandon him and, and continue up the river for some reason without yep. the reason for going up the river. Mm. I don't know. Reason. Well, she still wants to go because it's her research workers. Uh, her leg units. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly what she expects to do when she's there because he's the kaboomer. Um, anyway, Abbott, at this moment in time, is at the base making himself a sweet-ass arm. Yeah, he's arm got like unit. an Iron Man hand. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty yeah. groovy. Also, at this point, his face isn't all leppery. It's like got scars on it now. Like yeah, he's still stitched it up. It yeah. looks like a fucking baseball. Yeah. He does, yes. I'd be very neat, face. whoever's done it. <laughs> whoever's done the work has done a great job. One of the uh, polo shirt militia is also... <laughs> he sews yeah, all Ray, the polo shirts. <laughs> he's a haberdasher. Ray has returned with Louis, and they walk in and get Darth Sidious. Yeah, with, he electrocutes yeah, him, but yeah. it's like an electro, but also he can pull them towards him with it, which I thought was cool. <laughs> and he says, why have you failed me? And he's like, ah, oh, mate, he's with like Brett Riverboat and a woman. And then he tries to strangle Ray with his electro hand, which I liked. Oh, it was pretty good, that bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, fine. No problem with that. Um, and then the, he threatens them. They go out saying, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely stop them getting to the compound. And then John surfaces out of the river with Spot, who's all waterlogged. And they do the, this whole five-minute routine of him spitting out water and stuff. Yeah, yeah. who cares? Um, yeah. It starts to drag at that point, but we're going to get there. We're getting to the ninja, everyone. Oh, we're getting to the oh. cavemen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Hunter tries to fix the boat again. There's a lot of fixing of boats in this, but they've His run out of booze because she drank it all. Yeah. Um, Brett drags the boat, and then he suddenly sinks out of sight gone under the water and then jungle men grab her i, I, I didn't know that it, 
I didn't know what they were. I thought they were chimps. And then I, I thought, thought they were Planet I, of the wow. Apes. Then. Yeah. I, I thought they were the, the apes from the beginning of 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, it felt a bit racist. And then he thought, when he's in the water, I thought he'd been anaconded, mon cher. Yeah. I was certain that oh, he was going to end up. He turns up in a, a big lob, lobster pot, doesn't big he? Big, massive, human-sized lobster pot for catching. Yeah. Which he could break his way out of. And, now, and I why, think... have they, why have they built this under there? What is it? Who is it for catching? Who's What men are just falling into the river? I mean, you're asking questions nobody has ever asked. <laughs> Certainly the script writers. Certainly not the, the Neanderthal men. Uh, so <laughs> they then take them to like another bit of the forest 20 metres away where they're introduced to the elder. They all look like Diego Luna, these things, <laughs> except for one of them who looks like Witch Doc Emmett Brown. Which I just <laughs> got, what? Right. Uh, and he's 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 uh, he he's waving a knife around. He puts necklaces on them both. Uh, and Fontana even is even now isn't taking this seriously. He's cracking wise all the way through it. He throws some yellow poster paint on a fire, yep. which is exciting. Uh, and then he goes, uh, "Give me a kiss to." Hunter and he's like, no. She's like, no. Why would I do that? Oh, come on! I don't want that to be the last face I see. And then he just sticks lips on her. Now, no, why? Why is it that every film we watch, even the Hallmark ones, Has always to... have this forced kiss, mm-hmm. sexually aggressive men? Yeah, not nice. This, uh, but he this, slips uh, her a handful of bullets. Give her bullets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he slips her some bullets out of a magazine and she goes, throw those in the fire. Yeah. A six tongue on her. Uh, and then he punches one of these uh, cavemen. She throws the bullets into the fire, and then the fire starts shooting at them. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? I don't see why not. Bullets would fire, I assume. Yeah. Would, I don't know if fire I think they would just... anyone. Yeah, I, I, I think they just think explode, explode, really. Yeah. I, 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 don't know. I don't think they. I don't think they would pop at someone though, because they're no. not aimed. They're just, yeah. But um, meanwhile, because this happens alongside John finding a ninja in a forest a, a and ninja. his reverse fish grab. I was. Can he make fish hover? Is that a ninja power? <laughs> uh, he's very good at reversing film. Is what he's good. At. <laughs> right. Because I was like, what is he doing? I thought he was trying to coax it out, but no, he just like mm, hovers it up into his hand. Because we've watched these films, I'm very unclear on what a ninja is and what they do. At least this but, guy's yeah. a proper ninja. He's got a sword, he's got them hitting sticks, and yeah, he does Is he a ninja. proper ninja because he doesn't have a bandana with ninja written ah, on it? Like that, is, that is the description, it, isn't it? Was his name Squeegee? Kooji, I think it was. Right, okay. It was Kooji. Uh, who is who is Takada's son? Yes. Uh, and he's come up here to look for his dad. Your dad's got, dead. Blunt, yeah. but that's maritime law. Um, <laughs> Mandroid has no time for human feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, he's got he's got some nunchucks. Did you know nunchucks are banned in cinematic releases in the UK by yep. the BBFC till 1999? Yep. It's- Which is why the only reason that second uh, Brady Bunch movie didn't get a cinematic release. Really? Yeah. They refused to banned. cut that scene where Bobby gets some nunchucks. I knew I knew they were banned because I, I, it was the thing of you never got to see them in films. But yeah. if you watched like Bruce Lee films, like illegal ones your mates got, they had them in. But yeah, and because apparently you could make them at home. They were the easiest weapon to make. Out of toilet rollers. And, and a bit of string, <laughs> two bits, of, two bits of wood, and yeah, and uh, some of that blue nylon rope. That you yeah, you, you, your your Bernie skipping rope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ninja does all ninja stuff to these cavemen who then run off. Yeah, uh, John shoots up, shoots them as well. So they're yeah. all reunited in the forest. And then they go, hey, look, a dilapidated boat. <laughs> it's not even a boat. It's like it's a, it's raft. a, it's a yeah, raft. Like bits of stick r- lashed together. 
isn't it? It's some driftwood that's become entangled, is what it is. It's yeah. it's it's dangerous. But they get on that, they push off, uh, but then oh, there's boxes on the shore, and Hunter goes over, and one of the boxes has something written on it, but I couldn't really figure out what it I was. I think it said Ovo Ovo Vardis. It said eggshells on it. Ah, it's <laughs> just full of eggshells. He's making a lot of poster <laughs> paint up there. But it was it was all supposed to be sort of like yeah. I, I don't know why that boat was so important to them. Mm. But I think okay. it's that I is catchphrase. Abbott, yeah, I think he's branded everything with his own line. Yeah, because he's big on that for some reason. Anyway, then, it gets all very Indiana Jones this bit. With yeah, the they fire an arrow into it and, and, stuff. and they're like, Tasha, yeah, get on this driftwood. So she runs along and Mandroid shows another one of his powers, a secondary power, if you will, dips his legs in the water and go, go gadget, um, outboard <laughs> motors it. Yeah. <laughs> but like a fucking idiot Mandroid is, he's no steering or brakes. Like, can't take it off, no. And they go, slow down. He says, I can't. Malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The shit is mandroid. Danger, danger. High voltage. <laughs> My feet are flailing wildly. And, and they crash into the thing. Luckily, they decide to camp. Oh, they find his um, mobile unit. Yeah. Uh, I parked it here, so we must be nearby. Fontana says, we got robots, cavemen, kung fu. And I'm like, yeah, it was all in the fucking poster. Yeah. You've not <laughs> seen it. You You're on it. that. Yeah, this is all too much. It's like a bad film. <laughs> uh, so they decide to camp and uh, they send Spot off to do reconnaissance for where the base is. They decide to camp there overnight. Uh, but then Spot comes back. Uh, they're all sitting about being sad. Uh, and Spot starts randomly firing lasers at people uh, and gets... Does he get exploded? Slashed up, slashed in two. Oh, he gets yeah. fruit ninjured. Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Kuji hits him with a sword, and then the ghost of um, Spot manifests itself, <laughs> Wizard of Oz style, into Reeves's face, and it's like, leave now, or I'll fuck you up. And, and... This this ghost thing a, a few times went kind of went through people. If it goes through you, has it fucked you? That's that was my my question. Ooh. Is it kind of like the film Ghost? where Patrick Swayze gets to kind of go inside you. Yeah, but you can pass through people, but you have to, like, possess... You have to be willing to be possessed, don't you? All right, but you can't kick a fucking can on the underground. Get off my train. (laughs) Correct. Uh, Is this the bit where it all gets very Takeshi's Castle? I have written Takeshi's (laughs) Castle with lasers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Because Ray and Louis and another lad appear on tricycles with one of those sunscreens you put in the backseat of a car for children. Yeah. Over the front of him, and they're firing lasers. Uh, they tip the mobile unit over, so he's going to have to fucking walk now. <laughs> uh, I quite like this bit because Hunter's stunt double double rolls downhill, and then Hunter gets up just like Frank Trebin yeah. and like rushes <laughs> on. Uh, but everyone does some fighting. The ninja um, Kuji does some ninjaing, which is great. Uh, he kicks some people off, does some cool backflips and stuff. It was pretty good as action sequences go. It's better than some of the shite we normally watch. Uh, they find out. From the remains of Spot, she goes, just let me check. Plugs one wire in and gets an entire schematic of the building. There's only one way in, the ventilation unit. So they creep up, clank, 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 (laughs) because he's a fucking robot. Uh, The ventilation unit, heavily protected. He taps it lightly and the grill falls off. (laughs) Um, They all climb in and there's a big spinny fan. 
Oh, yeah, wow. I'd like this because John just fucked off somewhere. No, John's like, gonna. Bye. John's gonna. John's a distraction. Mandroid is gonna be the distraction at the main gate while they sneak in. I'll say with that ground sheet that he's wearing. He's. he's um. It's easy for him. He's been. Uh, he's been shooting one prats in his T T sixteen many times. <laughs> it's basically the, the end of Star Wars. Is this? It, yeah, basically. Um, but the the motor for the fan is on the other side. Fontana is just about to give up because he he, he has no stakes in this whatsoever. No. I'd have gone. Yeah, I'm done. I guess he, yeah. Uh, and while they're stood arguing, Kuji just dives through the fan, like times it. And again, looked pretty good. I was impressed. Uh, and then instead of just turning the motor off, he fucking spin kicks it into the shadow realm. I would. <laughs> you can't, it's like, can you not do anything with your hands, Kuji? It's all kicking, all kicking all the time. Um, so they, go, they get through and uh, Mandroid has started the assault. He comes yeah. into the, the compound. He does, but before that, they go into a room full of Roman paraphernalia, and it appears that, according to some papyrus that's hopefully lying about, that Abbott is trying to make himself retrospectively emperor. And uh, God and change. change. Yeah. And change the past. Um, and Brett tries to lift a laurel wreath from the brow of a bust of Abbott as an emperor, which I thought was quite good. Nice mm-hmm. detail. And that triggers an alarm. Yep. Everything's collared. Uh, and then Mandroid's like, Reeves! Again, he comes through the gates and he's like, stand down, Mandroid, or I'll kill you, mates. Uh, Ray and Louis have got shotguns and another guy in a little boater hat, which I thought was nice, a little, <laughs> yeah. a little um, Stone Roses hat. Uh, they all got shotguns pointed at him, and they're like, no, don't do it, Mandroid. Uh, save yourself. Uh, Ninja Kuji spin kicks the guns out of people's hands or something, and they have a fight. Yeah. Uh, the polo shirt militia show up. And have they got some sort of atom, like some camp-looking atom gun? uh, Reeves then says, my special weapon, a mandroid, I'm going to destroy you with my ion, what was it? Uh, I didn't catch what it was. My iron disruptor ray. My egg gun. My egg gun is powered by (laughs) eggs. So Ray Ray and Louie go up to fire this, and um, a shuriken is thrown by Kuji right up the eye of this laser gun, which... It kills Louis and Ray in a good dissolve technique, like yeah. like beaming out on Star Trek. Uh, and then yeah, Kuji just goes mental, spin kicking people. Uh, Reeves come, uh, um, sorry, Reeves comes out in his full robot regalia, it, Rome droid. I yes, yeah. <laughs> looking like Centurion look, yeah. <laughs> looking nice. like someone's cosplay, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, like like a like a bad guy in a futuristic Asterix. <laughs> hmm. that, and now that like, I would pay to see. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, he has twice the strength of Mandroid, which isn't that much, really. Mandroid's pretty weak. Yeah, twice, so twice the strength, strength units. Obviously, leg units. Twice <laughs> the leg units. Uh, I will say that Reeves's uh, robot costume is better than Mandroid's. It looks a lot swisher. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's got a cape. Yeah, robot cape. He fires lasers. Pew pew pew. And uh, Mandroid's getting the fuck kicked out of him. Um, like left, right, and center. There's a point here where I think there's some some wind or something, a breeze, and Mandroid's upper bit kind of creases a little bit, and it's quite blatantly <laughs> just a sweater. Like it's, <laughs> his nan's done him a Mandroid sweater. Oh mate, I want a Mandroid. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, mate. Well, no bother. Uh, and then Reeves is like, "Fuck this! I'm going off to be Caesar." Yeah, and I'm going to go and use my time machine now. Mandroid died doing what he loved, being a robot. <laughs> uh, they he traps Hunter, Fontana, and Kuji in a shrinking force field, yep. which Mandroid then shorts by putting his robot hand into and dying. Essentially, he kills himself. 
Uh, Hunter, Fontana, and Guji chase him down the same corridor that Mandroid and Takada escaped from before because yeah. scenery is expensive. Takada didn't do a very good job of escaping from it, though, did he? Well, he- his body's still there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, father! Uh, <laughs> and Reeves has got into his, his time machine and set it to, was it, 0 14 BC? 14 BC. Whatever, yeah. Uh, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. Escapes. <laughs> And Hunter says, if only I could access the code, I could change it. And Fantana, being a man, goes, uh, woman, punches the computer. (laughs) (laughs) And it sends him eight bajillion years into the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, His time machine explodes and Hunter goes, huh, we've sent him eight billion years into the past where he's ruler of nothing. Yeah. And then it cuts to Reeves going, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then it just fucking ends. And then and then they laugh. It's like the end of a fucking Captain <laughs> Planet episode. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah, it I just don't. ends. So Mandroid's dead. Like, that's no sequel there. But that was it. I was like, that's that's the ending. Like he doesn't get any comeuppance. He doesn't get murdered. Anything. He's but just he does gone. get comeuppance, doesn't he? He gets to live in the past. Yeah, for like ten minutes because it's it, it's before any life on Earth. Ugh. It's just rocks and lava and uh, you know acid yeah. acid rain. He's got his shield. He protected himself. Well, he could do. Dave Lister shield. Yeah, but um, that's it. That was the film. Um, no, it felt short. It felt. I felt robbed at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because there was that uh, big boss music at the end, and I thought, mm. oh yeah. Uh, all of the music was robbed out. from a better film. I'm certain of that. Some, somewhere a score was found from a <laughs> film that didn't exist, that didn't get made, and they well, had it. existed and had been made. <laughs> <laughs> it's those Jimmy Page riffs that they didn't use for um, Death Wish 2, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, I thought we were going to get a showdown in the room. He was going to call in Centurions or whatever to fight. And then Mandroid was going to like, no, come in all fucked up and rescue him. Nope. He just gets sent into the past. They all laugh, high five and have a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? No, no. Yeah, the ending ending not, ruined it for me. But it I wasn't very this... high stakes anyway, because if he had gone back into the past, then he's just... He would have changed everything though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, as much as a Roman emperor in 14 BC could change he's anything. gone back with technology. Yeah. Well, he, he went back with his pimpass Roman centurion mecha. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. It, it, powered by yeah. garbage. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that. Is it Timeline? Is that the film where they where they go back in they, they go into the past and and it's very much like a butterfly effect thing and it ends up being that um, I don't know mutant eight oh. men and the earth's covered in things. I might be getting that mixed up with the beating of a butterfly's wings or whatever that's called. That's butterfly effect. But no, it's not butterfly. A butterfly effect is the one where um, the kid out of that 70s show kills himself in the womb. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. no, I also there's, watched there's like one recently ones. that was a time traveling one where it was a, a time traveling plane. That went back in time. Is that and a sound it, of thunder? Is that that one? No, that's it's it. called like time crimes or something like that. Oh, no, yeah, that sounds it's not brilliant. time crimes, but it's, yeah, time it's, crimes. it's not the one with Billy Connolly in it, is it? No, no, no. There's nobody no. in this. Okay, um, but instead of fighting centurions, they fight American Civil War reenactors because they were available that weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will give this three silver leg units. Jake <laughs> the peg style. Can you say that? <laughs> Oh, uh, I quite like this. From the ending, I was on board. It had, it was like Romance yeah. in the Stone got a bit near Robocop. <laughs> I'll give it one golden exploding bullet. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I think give it, it that. two and a half silver spots. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. It's also known as The Destroyers. I don't know where. Um, it was released in January 1986, where it immediately grossed. It, went, it was released in a lot of theaters. It immediately grossed about $4.5 million. And I don't know what the budget for it was, but it wasn't that. So, yeah, it, it did was well. There, was there nothing else out that weekend? January 1986, uh, we had Top Gun was the biggest film of that, that year. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, the first one. Two, <laughs> uh, Karate Kid Part 2, uh, Aliens, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So there was some solid films out there. Oh, I, I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off would be better if Mandroid was the main character in it. So. Oh, no, if he was the um, Nancy principal. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that would be better. It's, it's funny, 1986, because when I, I I bought this from HMV, it's the first thing I've bought. If, I've not been in HMV for about five years. But I, I purchased it just, just on the, the chance it might be a lot of fun. And it kind of is. Mm. But I was certain it was one of those films that was made two years ago pretending to be an 80s type you know like the greasy strangler and all those kind of things it's got all the fads and hasn't kung it kung fury yeah. yeah yeah until tasha yar came into it and i was like oh no that lady's 60 now it's definitely not her yeah so i was certain it was it was kind of one of those kind of piss take things and i thought whoever the the, the, the people that have released it on blu-ray have found it in a fucking dumpster somewhere and gone oh we'll get a few quid out of this and i paid 7.99 for it dear listener you so mock. uh they uh <laughs> so, so be, but it is it is in my collection maybe we could give it away as a prize at some point i I mean if anyone wants it you can have it i'll pay for postage uh yeah so uh that's uh, would have made about nine millions a day that's the equivalent of 363,605 weird roman antiquities that are found online including one of a mosaic of a weird bird or the statue of venus holding a dolphin if that does it for you it Uh, does i also found on there a hundred pounds for a penis oil lamp Romans are obsessed wait, with wait, 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 wait. It produces penis oil or <laughs> oil for your penis. If you rub it in the right way. A genie pops out. <laughs> um, so you could either have that or... I had no idea that these... Like, I didn't really know what the antiquities market was like, but... It feels weird. Buying like for Roman all budgets. shit. Yeah, it should be in a yeah. museum. should be in a museum. <laughs> it, it should. Um, three, it also would get you 318 servings of the world's most expensive egg. <laughs> egg fartis again. Right, uh, sorry. Yeah. Why is it the most expensive egg? <laughs> uh, well, the Guinness World Book of Records says that Almas, which is a type of Iranian beluga caviar, uh, recently sold for an eye-popping $34,000. So the 34000 serving caviar comes from an endangered sturgeon, and females of the species only produce eggs once every 18 years. So that's why. I and mean, you can eat it. I don't want to. <laughs> I've had caviar. It's fucking it's gross. Rank. Rich yeah. people's food is the worst food. Yeah, yeah. otters' tits. It's, yeah, it's badgers, 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 fingers, nipples. badgers, knobs. It's, <laughs> it's poo that's come from a very behind. expensive fish's bottom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did see a program though where they were getting caviar um, sustainably. Like they had all. That was these, the hairy bikers. Yeah, I saw that. They had yeah. all these sturgeons in a in a big uh, paddling pool. And then they got them out and essentially milked the eggs out of them. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's it was a Yorkshire hobby, that. It was it. gross, <laughs> but kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've so, had yeah. caviar. Gross. Right. Horrible. Was it? I've never had it before. I've got some here in a tub if you want it. It's <laughs> so fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, that, that's an offer that nobody can turn down, right? Oh, in a tub it unit. <laughs> that's no, not it's, maritime it's, law. It's, 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 man not, and it's a, not um, a Brian Adams cutout. It's not beluga stuff. It's the John West um, robe stuff. It's it tastes it tastes like salt. Yeah, fish fishy salt. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know what you would ever put it on to make it taste nice. 
This had a brief revival, Chips. this film, in uh, 2011 when it inspired a sci-fi spoof called Manborg. Clearly trying to revive that mandroid thing. It was actually filmed in Spain, not Mexico at all. I would have thought that Mexico was cheaper for them to film in, but yeah, there we go. Uh, it was directed directed by Peter Mangunian. Manugian? Mandroid. <laughs> mandroid. Peter Serafinois. <laughs> <laughs> um there's a few facts about him on his IMDb. The first one is that Peter Manugian found the Mandroid tank quite exciting. Peter Manugian <laughs> later went on to admit that he didn't care for the character of Spot the Robot. So there you go. That means there's four of us. <laughs> yeah. It was his second ever film, succeeding Rage War slash Dungeon Master 1984. Wait, Dungeon we, Master. Yeah, there you go. We've been advertised this on Twitter already. Yeah, Pat, yeah. Pat Vales. Pat, I've watched yeah. it. We should watch it. It's dog shit. Okay. <laughs> really? It's dog shit from Peter Minugian. Um, it eliminates it's, us. It's, it's, it's better. The bad guy in it is great because he's it a proper actor from, chewing yeah. the scenery. But it's basically seven short stories um, put together oh. with, with a very loose framing device. Is it is it based on the Amiga 500 game Dungeon Master? Because I love that. Sadly not, no. Uh. It's all problems in Dungeon Master can be solved with lasers, <laughs> as it turns out. Also, Wasp are in it, the band. We um, <laughs> say the, the, the bastards. Uh, no, the stripy the bastard bastards. <laughs> uh, no, the band Wasp okay. uh, feature in one of these sequences. It's got white Anglo-Saxon Protestant people in it. We are sexual predators, I believe it stood for. Uh, <laughs> oh, Blackie Lawless and his Chainsaw Codpiece, yeah. Uh, Peter Manoogian then went on to direct Seed People, all one word, 1992, and he now works on EastEnders. What? Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh man, if Phil Mitchell comes in in a mobile unit. I'm gonna... <laughs> uh, yeah, Colonel Nora Hunter, also a scientist. Scientist Colonel. Uh, the, she's, specialist she's in high, Neanderthal. She's higher up, high up in the um, scientist military division. <laughs> Uh, Denise Crosby, Bing Cro Crosby's granddaughter. I don't mm -hmm. know. Uh, found fame the very next year as Tashi Yar. Uh, and she's also in Pet Cemetery as well. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's yeah. the mum in Pet Cemetery. Not she's the one that's scared of her, um, scared of her creepy sister. Yeah, with the bad back. Yeah. Since I hit my forties, that's the character out of Pet Cemetery that, <laughs> I've, that I've had most in common with. The bad back. So, Mandroid John was played by Patrick Reynolds. He's actually heir to a huge tobacco family industry. Uh, they're the ones that release camel cigarettes. So, yeah, they're massive. And cigarettes was, for camels. He was racked by guilt about how his family had killed millions and then founded a non-profit organization dedicated to anti-tobacco campaigning. Oh, what a dude. Enough. Yeah. Whilst He's, continuing uh, to be rich from his this, families. This, as far as I can tell, Paul, isn't it? it's his last film role because he just just a rich kid didn't need to do it as far as I'm aware and he's better known in America as an anti-tobacco campaigner so there you go okay I, I have like just because um, I've got the IMDB on and it's just showed the trailer for it it's quite good when he drives the mobile unit through the wall his torso is actually separated from the thing there is a visible gap between the two so that's quite good yeah, yeah. it's probably a dummy they stuck on it uh, like. sure. yeah. <laughs> well yeah I, saw, I didn't notice that the first time but yeah um, yeah, so that's it. There's there's weird stuff for each of the people in this, and it gets weirder the longer I go on. Okay, so Kuji was Conan Lee uh, from Hong Kong. His original name is Lloyd, apparently. He's also known as Grandmaster Lee, The Real Deal, or Hutch the Clutch. 
<laughs> of course. Which is how I choose to refer to him. And he's in tons of Hong Kong martial arts films. I looked up loads of them on IMDb um, because they've all got brilliant English names. And then you look through and they're Hong Kong martial arts films. And I thought, after the last film, Man. not. <laughs> yeah. Give it, give it a while. Um, he also starred in a confusing-looking film called The Pharaoh Project, 2001, as Genghis Khan. Uh, the synopsis is, Genghis Khan conquered China, Alexander the Great conquered Greece, Pharaoh Ramesses ruled Egypt. Now they're back! Now they want to rule again! Only one man can stop them! Mandroids! <laughs> <laughs> was eerily linked to this film. He's that also sounds fantastic. That sounds pretty good, to be honest. I want to see some dog shit Genghis Khan uniforms. He's yeah. also in Lady Samurai 2007. Oh. He studied a variety of martial arts, including Northern Shaolin and Wing Chun Kung Fu, Taekwondo, Karate, and boxing. Using various philosophy, um, very, using various philosophies of these arts, he created his own martial art called Realistic Fist. I just loved. I've seen them advertised in them shops. <laughs> <nearly. laughs> uh, but Reeves, uh, Roy Dolchies, uh, OBE, actual proper actor. He's oh. in the Heroes of Telemark. Uh, he was a big name in theatre in the sixties, and he also held the Guinness World Record for most recorded voices in an audio book by an individual, which was for Song of Ice and Fire. Um, he was. He also had a bit part in Game of Thrones as well. Oh, is that? I've heard of that guy. He does them all. He does all of them. He did. Yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah but, no uh, they're kind of they're kind of sketchy. Um, the accents that he does in them. Because I'm doing so many. Oh, I know, but it's like, what am I going to do next? Like Welsh. Ty Ty Tyrion version. goes from Welsh to Geordie quite regularly. <laughs> okay. As long as he doesn't do those uh, those two two characters at the start of uh, Phantom Menace, then that's fine. <laughs> uh, he was also a fighter pilot in World War Two, and he was shot down in 1942 uh, and turned, turned in into a mandroid. And <laughs> turned in a German prisoner war camp for the remaining three years. <laughs> not as funny. Very not interesting. Funny, but more hard. Not as funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, here's another fact. Uh, for the role of Kooji, Don the Dragon Wilson was considered for the yes. role. And I thought oh. there was a lot of kicking in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so finally, I'll do uh, Brett Riverboat, Harry Fontana. It was played by Andrew Prime. He was in Bonanza and Hawaii 5.0, Six Feet Under. He's also in Deep Space Nine. He does have a kind of recognizable face. Uh, a scoundrel, yeah. He was once arrested as the chief suspect in his wife's murder in 1963. Keep it light. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't I, him, though. Do you, want, do you want me to go on? The glove didn't fit. They had to. Yeah. The, I was uh, as surprised as anyone when I was confronted with that. The speedboat <laughs> didn't go fast, so the <laughs> conviction didn't last. Yeah, his, his, uh, his wife was apparently abusing diet pills along with other prescription drugs and then started sending him threatening messages consisting of words and letters that she cut out of magazines. Oh, my God. And then... Uh, she turned up strangled and then loads of people were investigated including him and I don't think they ever sold it the, the oil barrel didn't explode so they didn't <laughs> send him down the road to the prison oh it's getting uh, worse <laughs> apparently uh, her father I think is is famous in his own right I think he might be a novelist or something like that he doesn't think that he had anything to do with his daughter's murder so fair enough hey. fair enough it's been investigated but yeah, he was also in... One Simon of you true crime podcasts out there want to get on that one. Yeah, he that's was also... A, a fresh case for you. I would I thought the alienator might have investigated it, but no. Um, <laughs> he was also cast as Simon in Simon, King of Witches, 1971. 
Simon, a young man with magic powers, invokes the help of evil forces in order to take revenge on a man who once cheated him with a bad check. It, the screenwriter was Robert uh, Stevenson. Robert Fippany, who was an actual practicing warlock. Apparently, so many of the extras are actual witches. Oh, add it to the list. Add this, it to the list. I mean, it feels like a gross misuse of witch powers to get after someone who wrote a bad check. <laughs> this, um, th- this is, I think it's the heat, but this is the sketchiest James facts we've had. <laughs> this it's is not got any lies in it. This anything. This is all. This is all weirdly true. He said, "I was never an unhappy guy on set. I enjoyed the game." The circus i enjoyed the girls we always had a bunch of fun girls in these movies the only one that i regretted making i didn't regret the centerfold girls 1974 or the evil 1978 which turned out to be pretty good but i didn't like nightmare circus 1973 aka barn of the naked dead <laughs> when i got into that i thought you've gone too far my boy i couldn't i couldn't imagine my way out of it although they paid me a lot of books i thought Let's not do this again. <laughs> Warming up my strangling hands. This <laughs> is just the, the, the descent into madness. Barn of the naked. <laughs> Where have you kept all your naked dead? Why, in the barn, of course. <laughs> uh, tis a fine barn, but sure, tis no pool, English. <laughs> uh, and thus, James Facts is realistically fisted. that a lot of love for this film and the thing is i can see genuinely why it feels like one of those ones that was in the video shop forever mm-hmm. uh, and you never got it even though the front cover looked metal you knew it was going to be disappointing uh, nine out of ten the eliminators is such a good movie please come back on video by movie nutball mm. <laughs> please come back on a medium <laughs> please come back That's on sci-fi retrograde. channel <laughs> uh, this is one of the great movies in of the 80s in my collection that I think about all the time. Constantly. <laughs> it's constantly thinking of Mandroid. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so let's move on a couple of times in the past. But those two times I was grateful because I didn't know what I was in store for. I just love the cyborg guy and his arch rival. The special effects is some of the coolest I have ever seen. I loved it when Roy Dutrie shot the lightning bolts out of his hand and the woman, Bayou Betty, wow, is she manly. Boy, she is something in it. I just love the big boat chase scene in the film. (laughs) I wish I could buy this movie this very minute, but hopefully it'll be on video very soon. I won't pass it up and I hope you won't either. We have the ability to... Oh, sorry, yeah. That's the end of that one. That was he, from 2001, when I oh, wow. sure DVDs existed. He's, right, going, okay. he's blatantly in Malaysia, isn't he? Or Iran or somewhere. <laughs> and he's going to see that. He saw that again, maybe about two or three years later. And the disappointment I can imagine <laughs> from him when he saw it again. Of all the things to be excited about, Bayou Betty was not one of them. <laughs> Tasha, Tasha Yar, yes. Yes. Uh, what I was going to say is, is he aware of that scene when the speedboat catches up to Brett Riverboat and they ask him where the people have gone and he's like, upriver, which is the only conceivable place that they could look because they're on a fucking speedboat. He just outmaneuvered them, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jump through some ropes. Um, and finally, we have the ability to film dreams, so we make this movie instead by Jesse Gehrig. That sounds uh, like a title of a Philip K. Dick short it story. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, We can dream for you. Uh, The essence (laughs) of being human is to fail. But in that, Eliminators is a human movie. There's a mandroid. The dude is worried about his leg units. This movie also has a ninja. Was this movie used to launder drug money into or out of the country? 
Was this movie used by the CIA for their MK Ultra mind control experiments? Did anyone know while they were making this movie what it would look like in the end? These are the questions one must wrestle with when you are watching Eliminators. Actors appear in this movie, but they are seemingly unaware that filming has begun. This movie features a director who probably had some sort of vision, however misguided that vision turned out to be. Some people, some human being put forth effort to make this movie and they failed. I love that. I want to get that tattooed on my body. <laughs> um, I think that's a bit harsh. Disagree. <laughs> like, it's not terrible. It's, it's, you know, it's not the worst no, film I've ever seen. I think it's good because it's so loosely based on the concept of a film, mm. if that makes sense. It, They'd seen bits of films and thought, we can do yeah, this. I want to do five films all at once, please. <laughs> We've spent all our money on the riverboat scene, on the river chase scene, so we'll just end with it, with going to the past. Yeah, that'll fucking be. Getting them old Star, Star Trek planet sets out the back. Hang him <laughs> on one of them, right? Film him going, no! <laughs> and that's it, isn't it? That's it, film done. Let's all go home. Uh, in conclusion, that was 1986's Eliminators on what has been... A very, very sweaty recording. Everyone is <laughs> everyone is very moist on camera. Um, your favourite quotes from the film? That's not maritime law. Uh, that'll do for me. <laughs> yeah, it can't be that. I'm not surprised. You weren't given much memory storage. Oh, yeah. His leg units. Um, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. He went and ate his meat and threw up.